This is 105.9 The Region. There are so many ways of communicating these days, but nothing seems to beat the one-on-one. This is In Conversation with Ann Romer. Welcome to In Conversation. This show is, in my view, up front, up close, and romantic. Love before, during, and after the pandemic. This edition of In Conversation is dedicated to the art of matchmaking and the people who make it happen. Let's begin with It's Just Lunch, a worldwide dating service with an unique approach when it comes to helping those who are hungry for love but who don't have an appetite for dating pressure. Melissa Brown is the CEO of It's Just Lunch, and she joins us now in conversation. Welcome to the show, Melissa. It's great to have you with us. Thank you for having me. I'm so delighted to be here. So let's talk about It's Just Lunch. First of all, the name of the company, I think, is is really interesting, and it probably says a great deal about your strategy. You are 100% correct. It is. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's Just Lunch. We provide low-pressure dates over a lunch setting or even during faster work, but it's a casual, stress-free way of getting out there and meeting singles that people normally wouldn't meet. So how do you connect like-minded people? How do you do that? Well, we've been doing this now for over 30 years. In fact, we, we just celebrated our 30th anniversary. You know, we have set up over 2 million first dates, and that's what we focus on is, is first dates. But the way we connect our singles is that we take them through a six-step process, and we call it actually our signature process, um, and we really do get to know the clients. We're a personalized matching make, matchmaking service, so we're not using algorithms. We're not using any sort of apps to match our singles. Um, our clients are hand-selected, and their matches are hand-selected. So it's a really great alternative way to meeting people um, face-to-face. So walk me through the process from the very beginning where your potential client says to you, I need help, I want help, I don't want pressure, I want to meet someone. What, what are the steps? Sure. Well, first of all, when clients come to us, they've normally done some sort of dating app or online dating site, and they're frustrated. They're usually at a point where they want experts to help them. Um, So we're that alternative solution. And the first step is really getting to know our clients. Um, All of our clients go through an in-depth interview process. We get to know the client. We get to know what they're looking for. Um, about their hobbies, their passions, about their profession, their lifestyle. So it's a very in-depth interview, which typically takes about 45 minutes. Um, we learn about past relationships and what's, you know, what they're looking for in a partner. And then if we can take them on as a client, um, we'll sign them up, and they start working right away with their matchmaker. Our matchmakers hand-select all their dates, Um, When a client does sign up with us, they're guaranteed that they will go out on dates. So that's one great thing that clients do love about us besides the privacy and the confidentiality is that they know they will be guaranteed dates um, and that they will be meeting people face-to-face. But one of the great aspects of what we do um, is that we're full service. We cater and we set everything up for our clients. So 
our clients are busy professionals. They don't have time to be, first of all, swiping through files and flipping through files. And they certainly don't have time to coordinate and schedule a date and figure out a time and a place and what's convenient for both parties to meet at. So we do all that for them. We take out that stress. We take off that pressure. And our clients then just have to show up and have fun. So we do all the arrangements. We even remind them the day before <laughs> because they are busy. We get that. And we'll remind them about their date. And then after the date, we do expect our clients to contact us and let us know what they thought. You know, give us the feedback. Give us the juicy goods of what happened. And are they going to see each other again? Did they exchange phone numbers? Um, we love hearing those details. It also helps us fine-tune the dating process for them because it's not about that match. It's also about the next match. So we use that feedback when we're selecting their, their next match. Clients have the opportunity um, to put their membership on hold. So let's say they hit it off. They go on a second date, a third date. They realize this may be the one. I'm going to see how this goes. I want to explore this. I, I really don't want to meet anyone else at this time. So they can go ahead and freeze their membership, and we call it hold. And um, they can just explore that journey and see what happens. How important are looks when it comes to finding the right person? And I'm going to go right back to the beginning of the journey for the client with you. When you, when it, that those first interviews take place, are they face to face? I know we've just we're coming out of a pandemic, so I'm I'm sure you had to pivot through this. But typically, you, the first interview is it face to face before uh, the face to face meeting with the potential mate. So our interviews do take place over the phone, um, but all of our dates that we set up, they take place face-to-face. -face. Now, during the pandemic, when restaurants were shut down, um, we obviously couldn't set face-to-face -face dates. Um, you know, we were being very mindful of what was happening in the world, and we pivoted. Our business, we pivoted to um, virtual dates. But our clients were still seeing each other. So getting back to your original thought about looks and attractiveness, that's important to all of our clients. We talk about that. That's actually part of our interview process is what that client finds attractive, what, you know, what type of person they're attracted to. Um, so we take all of that in into consideration when matching and setting up their dates. So when you are setting up the dates, do you show the photo or video of the person that is going to be matched with the other person and vice versa? Do they see what they look, we what each other do. looks like? You do. Okay. Yeah, we do. So part of our match selection process is that when we call and contact you, when we tell you about your next match, we also send you a photo of that individual uh, to make sure that, you know, hey, there's some chemistry off of that. But photos are just pixels. You, you can't rely chemistry on just a photo. Um, you really have to meet that person face-to-face -face because there could be a lot about that person that you don't capture through a photo, such as the way they laugh, the way they smile, the way they communicate with you. Um, so we always encourage clients, if you're interested in meeting them and they sound great on paper, but you're on the photo, it doesn't hurt to meet them. In fact, the more open you are, the more flexible you are, the more successful you're going to be. Do you and the matchmakers offer advice to your clients just ahead of the meeting, like don't talk too much, don't talk about past relationships? You know, or, or, do you offer advice that you know will work? 
<laughs> we do. Um, <laughs> it's not, it's, it's really up to the client. We have clients that really seek the advice of their matchmakers, and that typically happens before or after the date. Um, and then we have clients who are like, no, I'm good. I, I got this. I, 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 I am comfortable going out there. But um, we do offer what we call coaching to our clients during our feedback conversation. And if the client has questions or they want some advice on maybe how they could have approached a certain situation during the day, that's what their matchmaker is for. Why do people want or need the help of a matchmaker? Well, there's a lot of reasons. I mean, our clients don't just come to us for one reason, but ultimately they're single and they want to meet someone. That is one thing all of our clients have in common. Um, but there's aspects of what we do that our clients seek. It's just lunch and seek our matchmakers, such as the privacy, the confidentiality. Um, a lot of our clients like the fact that they don't have to do anything. You know, they put their dating journey in the hands of their matchmaker. Um, so the ultimate reason is they want to meet someone. Our clients are very serious about getting out there and meeting the right one. They know it's dating. They know we don't have a crystal ball or a magic wand, but they are giving themselves the opportunity to meet more people that are very like-minded and in the same situation as them. And after all it is, it's just lunch. <laughs> It is, yes. <laughs> so let's talk success stories. Have you a slew of them? Yes. Like I said, we just celebrated our 30th anniversary. So we're constantly hearing about different success stories. And we look at success in a lot of different ways. Yes, we have thousands of marriages and we have this just lunch families. Um, but we also look at success as going on a second date, a relationship, someone putting their membership on hold for another client. So there's a lot of ways to slice and dice the success stories, um, but we love when they happen. We loved, we had a bunch happen during the pandemic, during a very uncertain time. Um, so it just proved that, you know, no matter what's happening in the world, what's happening in today's day, you can always find love. Mm -hmm. And is it open to anyone, any gender, any cultural background, any age? Are there any restrictions or is it open to anyone who wants to find love? It's open to anyone, but what, but we take clients on based, based on whether or not we have matches for them. So, you know, we don't necessarily take all clients. Um, if we don't have matches for what they're looking for, um, you know, we may have to hold off. But we've been doing this for over 30 years. You know, we have a large network of singles dating through us. Um, and we are the number one matchmaking, personalized matchmaking service in the world. So putting that all together, if we can't help them, I don't know who can. <laughs> so um, we, have, we have a lot of clients um, that have had a lot of fun dating through us. And your own story. You're, you're, you sound like a young woman. I'm going to say that you are definitely under 50 and maybe even under 40, have you ever used the services of a matchmaker? You know, I, um, I have not. I've actually been with It's Just Lunch since 2004. Um, so I am. I'm in my 40s, and I started with them, you know, in my 20s. And 
I personally just absolutely love the whole concept of using a matchmaker. I saw the rewards. I saw how we could change our client's life. I personally never had the benefit of being able to date through a matchmaker, but I know plenty of people that have. And last but not least, can anyone find love? Yes. The answer is yes, but you have to be open to it. You can't be closed-minded. You have to really approach it with a positive attitude, and you have to put yourself out there. And you can't shut doors. If you're single and you truly want to meet someone and you're serious, explore all avenues. Work with a matchmaker. Do an dating app. Say yes to that date, even though you may not be quite sure you're attracted to them. Really make the most of it because when you make the most of it, you're going to find that you're going to be more open, you're going to have more fun, you're going to, and you're going to be more successful. And, you know, finding the right one, it does happen, but you just got to take your time with it and have fun. Hmm. I'm curious to know how you find and coach matchmakers. What does it take to become a matchmaker? Sure. Well, all of our matchmakers um, do have some background, whether it's through education or just through their professional experience of matching in some capacity. But really what we look for is that individual that has that natural ability, that natural passion for what we do. Because if you're passionate about matchmaking, it's not just our job. And we do take all of our matchmakers through a training program. They all are certified life coaches as well. Um, And we do continuous training with them. But a lot of matchmaking is intuition. It's getting to know your clients. It's getting to understand what they're looking for, understanding what they want out of a relationship. So someone that's great at listening and understanding and is passionate about the art of matchmaking can be extremely uh, an extremely successful matchmaker. You know, it sounds like the word passion is key to everything and everyone involved, whether it's a client or a matchmaker, when it comes to It's Just Lunch. Melissa Brown, the CEO of It's Just Lunch, thank you so much for revealing all in conversation. Oh, thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Coming up next, Finding Your Soulmate. This is In Conversation with Ann Romer. Is there someone you want to learn more about? Drop us a line. Info at 1059theregion.com. Ann Romer will be right back on 1059 The Region. Welcome back to In Conversation with Ann Romer on 1059 The Region. From a worldwide matchmaking service to a smaller, more intimate company that endeavors to bring like minds and similar souls together the old-fashioned way. Matchmaker, matchmaker, look through your book and make me a perfect match. Soulmates Jewish Matchmaking Services says on its website, matches are made in heaven, we just assist. Its founder, Eve Potok, passionate about pairing people permanently, joins us now in conversation. Welcome to the show, Eve. So great to connect with you again. Hi, Anne. It's so nice. I'm honored to be on your program. You are outgoing. You are vibrant. You are excited about everything around you. How do you <laughs> How do you feel about your matchmaking service? What 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 do you love about it? 
Well, actually, I love everything about it. Um, I'm actually uh, very blessed to be able to do um, spiritual work. I do believe that everybody's doing God's work in one way or another. And I get to integrate it with Torah study. So um, for me, matchmaking is, um, is just a lifestyle for me. I mean, it, it comes naturally. I don't have to force it. I love doing it. Thank God I have my own hours. I have time to study uh, the Bible. I have um, the ability to teach people um, how to uh, perceptions and how to stay positive throughout the process. So it's very gratifying. You are on your website it, is, it states that you're the world's largest and most proactive Jewish matchmaking website. Why Jewish singles, Eve? Well, actually, when I started out 31 years ago, um, I decided to go with Jewish singles. And then I kind of went outside of that um, denomination. And it wasn't working for me. Um, so I just went right back to Jewish singles. Uh, I can relate to... to um, you know, Jewish people a lot better than any other religion because I'm Jewish. That makes sense. Let's talk about the process. How does it work? Walk us through the steps of Soulmates. Okay, so uh, Soulmates encourages every single Jewish person in the whole wide world uh, to get on our radar. So uh, we encourage people just to register free and get on the radar, whether they'd like us to work proactively um, their, on their behalf or not, is secondary. Um, we do host a confidential website whereby their information is held in the utmost of confidence throughout the process. And we also share the back end door of our website with other professional matchmakers that looking, are looking to help their singles find their mates, and we'll help facilitate that. So... Um, I don't know if I answered your question or not. Uh, I think you did. I think you did. Work? <laughs> I uh-huh. think. Well, and here's what I sense about you, and I've known you now for quite a long time. Our paths have crossed and we have conversed. You seem to be intuitive. You, you intuitively know when one person might work well with another person. A- am I correct in that description of you? God bless you, Anne. You know what? I rely on Hashem, on God, to tell me what to do. So I pray in the morning. I say, okay, God, I need you to help me today. I go into my office. I look at what my challenges are, and then I just, I, I kind of just breeze through it because I just say, okay, God, just tell me what to do, and I just do it. I take risks. Um, I know that it's all for the sake of heaven, and God willing, we get lucky, uh, you know, more often than not. Do, much. do you meet with each and every one of your clients face-to-face? Well, I've been doing it for 31 years. In the beginning, I did meet with all of my clients. And um, I have to say that within the last few years, no, I do not. So I make sure that they are authenticated. Um, sometimes I do meet with them, but not always. Um, I get to learn about them really quickly just by the first introduction, whether they're telling me the truth or not, or if there's something sketchy. Um, uh, especially with COVID, um, I wasn't meeting anybody. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I, I don't necessarily meet with them in person, 
although I do, uh, I do ask enough questions and I do get enough information where I'm confident that I'm representing um, someone authentic. So how do you know that they're telling the truth? You've been at this for 31 years, face-to-face, now over the phone or whatever technological method these days. How can you be sure that what you're hearing and what you're seeing is authentic? Okay, well, first of all, um, I have to qualify them if they're Jewish. So there's the easy questions to ask mm-hmm. to find out if they are Jewish, if, if I suspect that they may not be, because I only cater to Jewish exclusively. Um and then there are um, other uh, guidelines that I um, encourage the women to take and to protect themselves throughout the process. Uh, meet in public places, don't meet up with a person in their home, at least on the first three dates, don't have sex till you're married, um, don't share your um, um, bank account with any man. You have to be, um, you know, on the defensive. Um, so nothing, you know, it's, everybody... Uh, it, and it doesn't take me long to find out if this person is mi- misrepresenting themselves yeah. after the first introduction. So, Eve, without naming names, who comes to you? What kind of person comes to you for help? Okay, well, you have some really good questions, Anne. What kind of person comes to me for help? Uh, Jewish, single, ready to mingle, looking for a long-term relationship and or marriage, Um what kind of person? Reform to modern orthodox, blue collar workers to corporate executive types, uh, um, and people that pretty much um, want to actually have, want to test out a matchmaker or actually have faith in the process of matchmaking. They don't want to go on a worldwide uh, website where, the whole, where people can see them, they feel um, compromised, um, and um, for those specific reasons apply many more. Thus, my description of your company is as intimate. So let me ask you this, and this is a tough question to ask and, a, and, a, and maybe an awkward one to answer. How important are looks in this process? Okay, well, for men, they're very visual, so it's very important. For women, um, if they have more masculine traits, it's very more important. Um, Usually men are, it's at the top of the list, you know, the physical attraction. Can I kiss her after first meeting, looking at her after the first three seconds? Would I want to kiss this woman? As for women, um, as I said, some of them, yes, the same, same um, requirement is the physical aspect. Although women tend to have a little more understanding, so they look at the whole picture, they give it time to see, you know, um, if this person actually is somebody that they would be interested in pursuing a relationship with. I looked at your website thoroughly, and I I was peeking at the membership level, standard, VIP, and VVIP. So standard, it you have it within a time frame of about a year, uh, two years for VIP and and a lot longer for the VVIP. Does it take that long to find your soulmate? Well, I think all of us have our soulmate already. God is our soulmate. So, um, does it find does it take that long to find your life companion? Um, you know what? It can. Sometimes after a first introduction, it could be a match. Some people don't tend to be realistic enough, and they make it very difficult for themselves. Um, some people would, would meet a person that's absolutely perfect for them and not recognize that person. 
Um, and there's so many reasons why, um, you know, a person can delay meeting that special, that, that their special person. Um, although we, we tend, when we do take on a client, we, you know, our objective is to have a hand in a match with them, whether it's long-term or marriage within the year. And we've, thank God, we've been very successful with most people that join our proactive membership. Um, they end up in a long-term relationship and or marriage within the year. Um, yeah. On your website is a photograph of former uh, VJ, Much Music VJ, uh, and now spectacular author and podcaster and terrific mom, Erica M. Uh, Are you yeah. able to explain what happened with that matchmaking endeavor? Uh, well, uh, how, where do I start? We met, <laughs> um, we met Erica's, um, I actually met Erica's mother. And um, I said to Erica's mother, I would love to set up your daughter. <laughs> it was all like a big laugh, you know. Anyway, this gentleman came to my attention, who happens to be Terry, who I thought was like a stunning guy. And I remember seeing Erica at a hat company, because I used to be in the fashion business, and um, I used to go to this hat company that she would purchase hats at, and I was selling hats from, and the owner would say to me, you know what, when you and Erica come in here, you make my day. <laughs> anyway, so I always had Erica in the back of my mind. I knew that she was Jewish. Um, I think I called her, and I asked her, are you single? And she, she laughed at me. She kind of sloughed me off. Um, and, um, and then... It wasn't probably within a year or two. I can't even remember. So many years ago, I've been doing this for 31 years. Holy moly, it was probably almost 2000. Um, I, I ran into Terry through another person, um, and I just saw this stunning guy, and, and I just said, oh, my God. I said, I, it's, what, what, I'd like to set you up. You know, you're single. He told me he was single. I said, um, what do you think of Erica M? And he goes, Ooh, like, you know, <laughs> he goes, well, yeah, and I'm like, okay, let me see what I can do. So I went to the mom, and I told her I got this print of a guy, and uh, can we do this? And she helped, she facilitated it, she helped, and, uh, it, you know, the rest is history. <laughs> Thus your slogan, matches are made in heaven, we just assist. Soulmates Jewish Matchmaking Services founder and friend Eve Potok you know, you make me want to get back into the dating world hearing you. I appreciate your enthusiasm for love and for helping people find their soulmates. Thank you for joining us in conversation. Thank you, Anne. God bless you. Follow In Conversation with Anne Romer on Twitter at 1059 The Region. This is 1059 The Region.